Today's episode is sponsored by Alone in the Dark. The highly anticipated new reimagination by Pieces Interactive and THQ Nordic. Play as Edward Carnby or Emily Hartwood to explore your environments, fight monsters, solve puzzles, and uncover the true secret of Dorsetto Manor. Our favorite heroes are brought to life by Hollywood stars Jodie Comer of Killing Eve and David Harbour of Stranger Things, who lend not only their voices, but their appearance and their formidable acting skills to the brave protagonists. Experience a deep psychological story that goes beyond the realms of the imaginable, all dreamed up by Mikhail Hedberg, cult horror writer of Soma and Amnesia. The team at Pieces Interactive is supported by monster designer and legendary Guillermo del Toro collaborator Guy Davis, as well as doom jazz legend Jason Conan, who provides his eerie and haunting melodies for the right atmosphere. Alone in the Dark is available March 20th on PS5, Xbox Series XS, and PC. Pre-order your copy now and escape into the dark. Creepy is proud to be a part of the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. This podcast and the 31 Days of Horror is made possible thanks to our patrons. So please join me in welcoming and thanking new patrons, Lizzie Love, Eating Hot Dogs in Fetal Position, Studio Oyashiro, Doyle Booth, Shaquille Worthy, Graham Nicholson, Stephanie Reeder, and Louis N. Our patrons make this show possible. That's why, for all of October 2019, new patrons at the $5 and above level get, in addition to their regular rewards, a limited edition creepy podcast refrigerator magnet. So for $5, you get the shout-out, early commercial-free access to all new episodes and past episodes, immediate access to over 400 Patreon-exclusive episodes, four new bonus episodes every week, and a limited edition creepy refrigerator magnet. If you'd like to see how you can support this podcast and get rewards on top of rewards for doing so, please check out patreon.com slash creepypod. Now... This is Creepy, a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepypastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Creepy presents The 31 Days of Horror Day 24 When the Halloween decorations start bleeding Written by Life is Strange, Me Too And narrated by Nate Dufort Am I going to be charged with murder? The detective sighed, did not answer. His eyes were tired, haunted. Just help us get to the bottom of this, he said. Okay, I answered. I'll do my best. I could hear the tremor in my voice. I hadn't stopped shaking since it happened. I'd had a strong drink to settle my nerves. It hadn't worked. 
Let's start at the beginning, said the detective. You were having a Halloween party. Um, yeah, I said. We do it every year. We take turns hosting. The whole block participates. This year, it was our turn. So you're the one who set up the decorations? Yeah, I said. Oh God, that sounds bad, but it wasn't just me. It was lots of people. I was mostly just supervising. Can you give me a list of who all was involved? Um, yeah, it was, uh, I'm sorry. I'm all over the place. Just give me a moment to calm down. I can give you a list. That's okay. We can come back to that. Okay. Okay. So, who was it that set up the scarecrow? It was me, I said. But I didn't... Fuck, I mean... I didn't do that. I set it up the night before. Someone must have come in during the night and... Oh, God. The room swayed, and my breath came sharp and fast. My heart ratcheted up its pace to breakneck speed, and darkness began to close in around my vision. Hey, the detective said. Just calm down. You're hyperventilating. Take long, calm breaths. I did as he said. My heart slowed, but the panic remained. Thanks, I said. Do you think you can keep going? He asked. Yeah, I said. Just give me a minute. My body convulsed with tremors, but in a few minutes, I'd settled down to a mild shaking in my hands. I gulped down a hard knot in my throat. Okay, I said. I'm ready. So the scarecrow, the detective prompted. The word filled me with dread. The scarecrow, I repeated numbly. It's a Halloween tradition. The neighbor said as much. You destroy it every year? Yeah, I said. It's usually filled with candy and straw, like a piñata. The kids beat it with sticks, and everyone has a good time. I just... I understand. God, why would someone do that? It's too early to speculate, said the detective. Right now, we're just gathering the facts. When did you notice that something was wrong? Well... Right away, I noticed that the scarecrow wasn't coming apart as easily as it should have been. But I just thought that I'd put it together too well, so... I grabbed a stick and... Yes. I took a swing. The detective leaned forward. And then what happened? My shoulders slumped. My mouth was cottony and dry. And then, I said... The scarecrow began to bleed... And there was a pregnant pause. The detective's eyes bored into mine, willing me to continue. He said nothing. And I had to fill the silence. It fell over, I said. The hat came off and we saw that it was a body. What happened then? The kids started screaming. One girl started it, the Oakley girl, I think, and then they all went off. We, the other parents and I, we pulled them all away. We called the police, and well, that's it, and you know the rest. 
The detective scribbled his last note and closed the fold-top notebook he'd been writing in. His eyes were hard, dull gray stone, impossible to read. When he spoke again, his words were measured, careful. His voice was soft. What interests me, Mr. Johnson, he said, is that you haven't asked about your wife. The question caught me completely off guard. My wife, I said. She's out of town. Oh, God, she's going to freak out when she finds out about what happened. She hates the block Halloween party enough as it is. Your wife is out of town? prodded the detective. The question poked a fresh wound. Yes, I said, forgetting my fear in a moment of irritation. She and my son are spending the holiday with her parents in Virginia. That seems strange, the detective said. A family spending a holiday apart? I got the feeling he knew more than he was letting on. Have you talked to her? I said. I'd like to hear your side. My wife and I are going through a rough patch right now, I said, but I don't see why this is relevant. It's our job to gather all the information, he said. Then we can decide what is and is not relevant. Why was your wife not spending the holiday with you? I sighed. I wasn't proud of it, but I was getting flustered. I could feel hot blood racing to my face. We're separated, I said. Why is that? It's personal. Your wife said it was related to infidelity. So you have talked to her? Yes. Fine, I said. You know, I cheated on my wife. I destroyed our family. It's all my fault. Now, I've had a hell of a day, so if you don't mind, can you please tell me what the fuck this has to do with anything? The detective paused. He spoke softly. Your wife is in police custody, Mr. Johnson. What? I'm sorry to have to tell you this, he said, but she's rendered a full confession. A full confession for what? What the hell are you talking about? It happens occasionally in cases of separation, he said. One party feels the need to punish the other. Unfortunately, the children are sometimes used as a tool to that end. The realization hit me like a punch to the gut. The room swam. Bile rose in my throat. gasped. Oh, God, no. I'm afraid we have positively identified the remains as belonging to your son, Ben, he said. A scream died in my throat. I blacked out. For more information, including pictures and videos of the stories told on this podcast, or to suggest stories for future episodes, please visit us at CreepyPod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or email us at CreepyPod at gmail.com. All stories told on this podcast can be found at CreepyPastaWikia.com and are protected 
by a Creative Commons license. Some rights reserved unless otherwise stated. Item number SCP-5186. SCP-7160. SCP-7533. Object class. Euclid. Keter. Safe. Special containment procedures. Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust. <laughs> the only thing I could hear was 7219 <laughs> laughing. Do you remember your name? Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.